What do you do when confronted with a challenge in life, as we all are from time to time? Do you question your self-worth and doubt the value you add to this world? Or do you recognize your own imperfections and love yourself just as you are? Flawed, but strong. Willing to take a risk, put yourself out there, and be your authentic self. The choice belongs to you. This is Confident Closers with Anna Maria Sanin. Welcome to another episode of The Confident Closers. My name is Anna Maria, your co-host. And today I have Karen Shaw. She is a woman who is making a difference in the mortgage industry. And I cannot wait to hear more about her story and to read very quickly to you guys a short bio about her journey and what she has accomplished in just a little over a decade in the mortgage space. With that said, Karen, welcome to the Confident Closers. Thank Thank you you for taking this time. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you here. Um, We've met a couple of times through uh, at different events in the mortgage space, maybe in like for the past three years or so. I remember meeting your husband first. you know, uh, it was him and 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 his business partners at uh, First Option Mortgage, and you know, through that, got an opportunity to meet you. Um, and I've just loved the journey, so I can't, you know, to to watch the entire journey for you guys. So mm-hmm. I cannot wait for the listeners who are tuned in um, to really learn more about you and what a powerful woman you are, not just a businesswoman, but a wife and a mother and, uh, and, and a difference maker in the industry. So guys, let me not take any more time and let me just share with you guys, um, about Karen Shaw. So Karen Shaw leads first option mortgage sales teams located in Georgia, Florida, and Texas. She also directs ongoing expansion efforts into emerging markets. Karen began her career soon after graduation as a processor and learned about the mortgage industry ground up. She later was an account executive and trainer for World Savings Bank and Wachovia for the Southeast region. An entrepreneur, She started an independent insurance agency in Georgia in 2008. The agency provided property and casualty, life and health products for eight years, and she sold the agency in 2014. She joined First Option Mortgage in 2014 and was responsible for growth and development. She now has 13 branches in three states, 75 team members, $49 million a month in production as a seasoned professional with 18 years of experience in sales. Wow. Where am I? <laughs> um, in sales. Kiran, no, uh, with 18 years of okay, growth and development, Kira, Kira, Karen is known for her leadership. She values integrity, unity, diversity, and most of all, her team. Every member is an integral part and plays an important role towards the success of the team. Karen holds a bachelor's degree in computer science from Georgia Tech. She is married and a mother of two boys. Karen enjoys traveling, reading, and spending time with her family. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Wow. Um, and that's just a lot of like her professional career and so forth. But 
Um, just as she is professionally, you will get, once you get to know her, that's who she is all around. So Karen, let's just dive in. Yes, let's do it. What are two moments in your life that were challenging to overcome or in other words, life-changing? So the first one was with my previous job, a long, long time ago, previous job. I was uh, working as a trainer with World Savings Bank. They had been bought out by Wachovia at that point in time. And I was traveling, was doing all sorts of great things in life. Young, naive, not knowing what was actually supposed to be life at that point in time. And the crash happened right after uh, Alvin and I got married. We came back from our honeymoon and I was laid off. And at that point in time, had no clue what to do in life anymore. I mean, it was, you know, really a first true job after college, still trying to figure ourselves out. And uh, that was that was a very interesting time frame for us where we basically, you know, came from having it all to all of a sudden having nothing and not knowing where to go next. Um, those of you that know my husband, like Alvin actually always has a plan. And when he doesn't have a plan, he acts like he has a plan. So he was like, everything's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And really, we had to think about things again. Where do we really want to go in life? You know, and go back to our roots. And at the end of it all, it was just always in sales somewhere along the way. You know, um, Alvin was doing mortgages. I was I was doing mortgages. And we're like, we, we, we're going to sell something. What are we going to sell? So we had to figure out what we wanted to sell. And that's where I started uh, my insurance agency. And I learned so much more um, starting my own business as a Muslim, as a woman, as a young woman um, with a common last name or a common name, actually. Uh, I know you struggled with my name a little bit, but my my name, it's one of the best things I have. It's it's a name that is multi-cultural. Uh, uh, it's multi-regional. It, it could be for a man or a female. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, I can be just in about any culture within our communities with my name. And that was kind of like one of the things that I used to grow my business uh, where people thought I was a man and they would call and they're like, oh, wait, you sound like a girl. I'm like, I am a girl. <laughs> but do you want insurance? <laughs> That's what I'm selling. <laughs> You're selling insurance right now. <laughs> do you like a policy? And it was just it, that was like just a time frame where, you know, we learned a lot. And I've taken those lessons and I've implemented them over the years for everything I've done. Um, and I use those lessons to this day to teach my teams as they grow, because you have to go somewhere, right? So you start from the ground and you go up. I mean, half, even if you fall down again, you're going to go right back up again. That's, that's just got to be your thought process. Right. Um, that was, that was a time frame that I'll never forget for sure. Wow. So, so, I mean, not only did you decide to start your first business ever, right? But you decided to do this during uh, the time, right, where uh, we had we had the the big bubble in the housing market, and you know, in the two thousand and eight, um, of mm-hmm. course, it was it was a really hard time uh, everywhere for everyone. Um, yes. So, as a woman, and by the way, um, I love the story behind the name. <laughs> I thought at first, okay, you guys who are listening, who are listening, I'm like, oh, I'm saying her name's so right, Karan. <laughs> uh, she's like, no, it's Karen. And I'm like, got it. All right, cool. So anyhow, that took us a little bit to get this episode started. Um, just trying to get it right. 
But um, all right, cool. I see, we never know. We never know how the things that we have, you know, are part of taking us to the next level and overcoming a challenge of being a woman and a business owner and Muslim and, you know, just just uh, the culture beliefs and obstacles and things that come in the way. So, Karen, um, you know, so our listeners here are mostly women. Okay. And not only just in the mortgage space, uh, but just women all around, professional women, uh, stay-at-home moms who maybe are running their own business or so forth. Um, how did you, where, like, how did you process your fears? If Were there any insecurities, um, you know, during, during that time, that, that, that time of change? Um, what could you, what's some of that advice that you can give to our listeners about that? You know, there were, there were definitely insecurities. There were a lot of insecurities. Um, I think we got lucky that we were newlyweds and we could fight about like how to make money versus, you know, was your, the wet towel on the bed or like, you know, just, just itty bitty lifestyle things. Right. Um, but the, those challenges that, that as a business owner, as a woman, it was more just being the independent self in a time frame where everything was crashing around me, you know, where I made great money and all of a sudden there was no money to be found. And it wasn't because I couldn't make it. It's just hard to find across a job that would allow you to, you know, be hired, et cetera. And, uh, you know, as, as you read in my bio, I am actually a computer science major from Georgia Tech. So when I graduated, I had all these dreams that I was going to do, these programming and this and that and web design and blah, blah, blah. And when I came out of college, it just wasn't happening. It just wasn't my time to achieve those goals. And that's the first step, like to understand that what your dream might have been once upon a time it's just not what's meant to be at that point in time. And you need to stop. You just need to think about it, you know, sit down, review what's going on in your life and reroute. And it's okay if you, you know, step away from your original dream. It's okay. It was a good deep dream. It got me to my, you know, graduation. It allowed me to go through uh, college in a, in a way that I will never forget those steps. But it took me to this, uh, this current situation. Yeah. And so that was very critical. Um, and the fact that I didn't have kids at that time helped, um, we, we could just fail. And even with the kids today, you know, um, when I came back into first option in 2014 and I started my own branch and I decided I was going to go full fledged into branch mode, I was going to hire all these people, fail three times, creating a branch started, you know, ground up three times after having my own company, after going through an actual crash. It just, it was just, wasn't meant to be at that point in time. And then I rerouted myself. I thought about what was happening. I needed to restructure. And then I started again and I started again. And that's something that you have to be ready to do. Yeah. You have to be ready to fail and you have to re be ready to pick yourself up and keep going. And it doesn't matter in what business. It doesn't matter whether it's learning to cook or learning to grow a company. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. You know, you're going to mess up and it's okay. Um, and one thing I didn't have that I have today, uh, I would, that I really, really look back to and I, I think about it, is my circle of influence. You know, the people that actually pushed me and say, you can do it. It's fine. You're going to fail again, but that's okay. Keep, keep building that circle of influence around you. Because sometimes you just need that little acknowledgement of, hey, you're doing great. I know it sucks. It's going to be fine. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And they don't have to be. The circle doesn't have to be 
uh, also part of the business. They, they don't need to know anything about it. You know, my sister's part of my circle of influence. Um, she's just, she knows that I want something, I'm going to go get it. And then even if she says, no, I'm still going to do it. And she knows that about me and she'll push me more and she'll say, you're going to do whatever you want. So do it the way you want to do it. And then complain to me later when it doesn't work out. I'm like, okay, you're right. So let's keep going. (laughs) Sometimes it's family, it's friends, it's people you work with and people you meet along the way. That's all. Yeah. Definitely people who lift you up, who hold you accountable to, to your, to your goals, to your strengths, to your, you know, to what you set your set, your, your self-worth, even if they don't agree with it, but they want you, they're pushing you. Right. You know, I'm, I'm I'm smiling here as you're talking about uh, the timing, because I can relate so much with you and it is one of, um, you know, the, the surrendering, the, the understanding that, you know, that one vision, that one goal that we had at a certain time, just because it didn't, it, it's not working out the way we envisioned it or at the moment that it is okay. And, and, and I can relate to that a million, uh, a thousand percent because, you know, this is why I'm at where I'm at right now. Same thing, you know, six years ago, six and a half years ago, before I entered the mortgage industry, you know, I was really pushing to start my business as a, as a, as a a consultant for women speakers and coaches and helping them really develop their personal image from the inside out, working Mm -hmm. with their wardrobe and, and how they showed up to the world. And, um, and, and it was a really hard time, you know, when you realize that, Hey, you know, this might not be it right now, but you need to do see what's in front of you and surrender the timing and then uh, allow yourself to go through the process, the growth. And, you know, like you said, you know, here's where you're at now. Um, and then here's where I am now as well, you know, so coming into the mortgage space, uh, really being able to uh, grow and develop in that area uh, and, and allowing myself to implement the things that I knew, because that's another thing we have in common, too. I also have a, a degree in computer science, <laughs> which we both, I guess we both thought at the time, hey, this is the industry to be in like 10 years from now, like this is going to be it. Uh, I know that was, those were my thoughts. But um, I love that you're saying that because, you know, that's that is so true and I can relate to it 100 percent. And I know that a lot of our listeners um, can can most likely if they're going through something to it through a transition or, you know, having to make a choice, um, you know, maybe feeling um, disappointed or like maybe they're failing at what they thought it was going to be like. Just it's just a shift of mindset and really understanding that it's all about timing. And I am so grateful that I was flexible, as fearful as you know, as 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 I was at that time. And I'm sure you know you as well. Of like, all right, well, this was my plan. Now what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, good. Yeah, I was just saying, and then you know, during that time frame. You you find the people that help you regroup as well because it's not something you can always do alone, right? Yeah. So you have to remember that that you need it's okay to ask for the help and it's okay to venture out and look for people that will support your thought and not even support it. They might just turn it down, but that's okay. It's a conversation. You gotta have the conversation. You know, start it off. Yeah, absolutely. Give yourself that opportunity. That's all I can say. Um, mm-hmm. And just you know, let 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 it flow. That yes. doesn't mean that you have to let go of your bigger dream or, you know what, it might just look different. Yeah. Awesome. 
All right. So um, can you remember an aha moment in your life? Uh, um, shifted. There were just, <laughs> there, were, there have been a lot of aha moments. I mean, there are moments every single day. Um, but there, the one was definitely where the crash happened and, you know, I had this great educational background and nowhere to go and not having all that support system that I, I just always took you know advantage of. I always thought I would have it. Um, and then coming back and going, okay, now I need to reroute. And how do I do this? And, and, and then the truth is that happens more often than we want to probably agree to, right? Like how many times do you fail in simple items and then you have to reroute yourself? Um, and, and the crash was the biggest one. And um, just, just knowing that I didn't have that circle of influence, that I didn't have a coach. I, I have a great coaching system in place right now, uh, a great asset. Uh, I mean, it's just filled with coaches. You're one of them where, you know, I can reach out to you and say, hey, can't, what do I do here? I need to be on social media. I don't know how to do this. It's just creating that circle of influence. You know, like that was my, that the aha moment that I had. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to cry. I did cry actually several times. <laughs> I was like, what do you do now? It, that that has to be it, you know? And then of course, when I had my kids um, and, you know, my firstborn, when uh, we found out I was expecting and Ab and I were like, now what? I was like, well, we got to make money. <laughs> we got to feed this child. How do we do this? And it was like, okay, it's okay. We got this. We got this. We're going to figure things out and then we're going to put in steps in place um, and we're going to create ourselves into the next career that we want to do. It didn't start off as a career, I would say. Um, when I started my business, that wasn't that wasn't the intention. I didn't want to be in insurance. I didn't want uh, to have an agency long term for the rest of my life. But it was the first step into learning to have a business, to, to grow myself, to groom myself, uh, to find the mentorship that I needed to understand how to grow a business, how to create a business plan, simple things, you know, that now are simple things. So that was, that was all part of that. And uh, it's still happening to this day. I have a business plan that continues to grow every um, other month. I'm like, nope, didn't like this plan anymore. I'm going to (laughs) refresh this part of it. I'm going to rewrap myself here, but I like this part. I'm going to keep this part, you know? Um, and, And I think the best thing is that you always have aha moments. Every day you should, you should have a moment where you're like, okay, I got it. This was good. You know, this, this is a next step forward for this. It may be one step backwards here, but one step forward this way. Yeah. So I think that's, that's a continuous thing we should always have. Absolutely. You know what? And on this note, um, I want to ask you, um, Karen, um, so like you said, you know, our, our, there's so many aha moments through our journey and then also our business plan. Our, our vision or roadmap continuously gets updated, rerouted, right? As I like to call it, we're continuously rerouting our GPS. Mm-hmm. And so you have become, um, you know, we didn't even like share your title, but you are the area president for First Option Mortgage. You are a woman and you have become really uh the first women or that that really uh within first mortgage you know that took up this leadership role of uh growing and coaching and and building you know branch managers and so you know how does it feel um just 
seeing this this development, uh, this new path that maybe, and I know, you know, you've told me before, you're very involved with the community and you always have, and you're very family oriented and really it's all about the support and whatnot. But was this part of your vision to really be this woman leader within First Option Mortgage to uh, pack, you know, to build to build the, the the pathway for other women and men coming behind? Um, so just let's just tell us a little bit more about that. Like, you know, was this part of your vision? <laughs> was this like something that has evolved? And and how is that impacting you and those who you influence? Um, at first option mortgage. No, this this definitely uh, has been an involvement of my vision. I mean, honestly, in the beginning, I think it was much at a smaller scale. I just wanted to prove myself to myself first um, to be able to, you know, get into an environment where sales was back on the top of my game. I was able to do things within the industry myself. Um, and at that point in time, it was very simple. It was very basic get loans in, close the loans, make people go into homes and then hire a few people. And then from that, I was like, you know what? This is fun. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep adding to it. And then I started meeting and creating the circle of influence. And um, that's when, you know, we started kind of really thinking about a bigger vision. How do you get more people involved in this? How do you help other people do what I'm doing? And I really found that, Back in Wachovia, I was a trainer. And at heart, I'm still a trainer. I still want to teach people to grow. I still want them to learn. I still want them to become that next step. And um, I I started meeting these people and I was like, I think I can make you do something else. Are you interested? Let's talk about this. Um, You know, and, and I got some positive feedback. And it wasn't always about becoming a branch manager or something. It was it was that next step into a, a, a path that they might not have thought about bringing them into the mortgage industry, some people wanting to go into operations side, some people doing the sales stuff. Um, And then an opportunity came along where it was like, okay, how do you want to grow? And I was like, how about more branches (laughs) instead of me just growing my own branch? I'm a little established. I'm not mad about this. This is a nice little spot, but I think I can grow differently. And um, obviously my, my biggest support system in place is Alvin is my husband. Um, and it was a game plan that we talked about. And I was like, I think this is something we can we can work towards. And he was like, I like it. Let's talk about it more. And um, he had some great ideas. I had some ideas. We put them all together. And the next thing we know, we're adding branches. And now that vision has evolved for more. Now I'm ready for the next step. I want to be scalable. I, I want to grow in a, in a way that uh, I don't have to worry about falling apart. And, you know, like all of it falling apart. So you really have to think about how you transition, right? And from one uh, career step to the next. So now my goal is to help my branches grow. And my goal is to have the women in our company grow. And we've done a fantastic job at First Option, I would say, where we weren't known, we weren't, nobody knew our name before, except if you've been around and you heard the jingle on the radio, because we advertised on the radio long before I became part of First Option. But you didn't really know the company. Um, so we've we've tried our very best to make sure that people know who we are. And it's really part of our team members, right? So they're out and about, they're talking about us. They're excited to be part of First Option. And they're growing themselves. And it's all just organically happening. Um, I wouldn't say that we've advertised to that point. 
now that I have the opportunity to talk about it, now it seems like I'm telling more people, but that's how it's been. It's been word of mouth. Yeah, yeah we've, we've been able to do that. Now, the women in our company, um, they hold their own. I'm very glad to say that. They, I, they know that they have a huge support system in the back. And it's not just men or women. It's everybody. Yeah. And it's not just sales. It's, it's also in the operations area. Um, and they're coming, <laughs> they're, they're leading, um, they're, they're strong willed women that are ready to be leaders and they're not scared of it. They know there might be some failures and ups and downs, but they're not scared of it. They're, they're embracing it, which I think that's all you need to do. You know, you just need to be ready and you embrace it and it'll come, you know, yeah. obviously hard work, but yeah. it will come. And having a leader that they can look up to and realize that she's doing it as well. So that makes a huge difference. Again, your circle of influence. Yes. Come yes. back to that every single time. <laughs> awesome. Every awesome. All right. Um, so is there anything that you would have done differently through your journey that you can think of? And if so, um, what would that have been? You know, I um, second guessed myself a lot. Um, and I should have learned that back in school when I would like change the answers on a test and be like, damn it, I had the right one to begin with. Oh my um, gosh, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's like stop overthinking things, you know, um, and trying to find that perfect solution. There is no such thing as a perfect solution. There really isn't. Uh, because by the time you implement that solution, the scenario has changed some more. Um, it could be by a day, it could be by the industry changing. And in our current time frame, our industry is changing every day. So, you know, what happened right before COVID started to current, uh, our, our, the way of doing business has changed completely, yeah. right? So you have to remember, and I wish I hadn't tried so hard to be perfect at certain things. Um, I spent too much time, you know, trying to fix things in the beginning, anticipating problems later on. Uh, I really wish I had just let kind of let things flow and figure out the solution. Obviously, there's always like a big picture that you should have, but wait for the details. You know, yeah. don't don't plug in all the details right away. Have, have just like the skeleton of it. Um, that's definitely something I would have done differently, um, which I'm trying to do now. And then really identifying, you know, your core values, understanding them and and actually practicing them. Because a lot of us, we know our know them and we practice the values, but we really don't know them. You know, we, we kind of forget. Um, and that's something that I've kind of learned more recently than anything else. Uh, as I started my coaching program, which I didn't have access to before, um, and I'm listening to my coaches talk to me and they're like, you know, what are your values? And I'm like, oh, geez, I don't even know what they are. Hold on. Let me look them up. <laughs> it's not something like that. You can't just look it up. You know, you really have to. And if it's part of the company that you're with, um, then understand what those values are for the company. Right. And then see if you relate to them. You may already agree with them, um, but just identify it, know what they are and then follow it in your day to day work. Yeah. Um, when I started my company uh, as an insurance agent, I didn't, I didn't think it was something that I needed. You know, I, I didn't have a mission statement. I didn't have that, like written down values uh, that I was operating by. And in hindsight, if I had, I would have probably moved things along faster along the way than having to think about all the problems up front. You know, I would have identified with those. Um, yeah. that's, I think that's very important. As long as you know what those are, you, you'll be set. 
in whichever venture you take. And in every aspect of our lives, I mean, as women, I think that's one of the biggest um, negatives for us or things that we do is that we don't stand firm for our core values, for our beliefs. Therefore, we allow, and men and women, but we're we're really focusing on women here, right? But so we allow uh, unhealthy relationships. We allow, uh, you know, on a personal and a business level. And so... Um, just overall, just speaking about, you know, your, your values, what you believe in, what, what you, um, what you're okay with. It is so important to have a clear vision of that and understanding because once we have those present and we're aware, then we're able to easily recognize, okay, this is acceptable. This isn't, Mm -hmm. do I need to move? Who do I need to remove from my life? Right. And so, um, it, you know, I love that you brought that up because it does, the sooner we have that, those, those clear in our lives, personal and business, mm-hmm. the sooner we will get to the next step, the sooner yep. we would, you know, if we're on the wrong path, if we've deviated from our, you know, from our, from our road, um, on the GPS, then the sooner we'll get back on track. Um, so that is so, so, so important. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, so with that said, you know, what would be, I'm sure that as, as a, as a very self-aware businesswoman, um, and, and, and just woman overall, um, you're also are, is easily for you to recognize those moments of self-doubt and insecurity. And we just spoke about that, right? Learning how to learning how to how to navigate by taking action and not trying to plan ahead and hold ourselves from actually taking action, right? But so what would be your your source of uh confidence? You know, where what do you go to in those moments of um insecurity, self-doubt, and how do you build your confidence back up? So this is a secret and I cannot let anybody tell you or anybody else repeat this, but we're on a podcast. So obviously Um, (laughs) it's really Alvin. It's my husband. Um, And it's the conversation pieces that we have. And uh, so we work together in the same company. Obviously he's one of our managing partners Um, and we're able to work together because we are working on two opposite sides of town. But when we come home, the conversations continue. And it's usually those evening conversations that help me get through some of the doubts, some of the the conscious uh, reactions that I've had throughout the day. And I'm like, I think I did this, but I really should have really stopped and thought about it. And he's like, yeah, you should have, or, you know, like <laughs> make sure that I'm actually doing something wrong. And he tells me about it. But it's it's really him that um, and those conversations that we have that help me kind of walk through the day-to-day steps that I've done or the plans that I'm making for the coming up future, you know? Um, and I think finding that partner, it doesn't have to be a spouse, but finding that uh, partner, coworker, coach, mentor, whomever that you can talk to and say, this is all that's happened. This is what my thought process is. And I think I'm going to do it this way. And for them to just be able to think about it, you know? Um, I have another one of our coaches that I talk to all the time. In fact, I have my coaching appointment with him tomorrow and I usually call him and I'll be like, blah, 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 happened. And I'll hear silence. And then he'll be like, 
And what did you think about it? And I'm like, dang it, I have to tell you what I thought about that too. But you, you need that, you know, you, you need to hear yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and it has to be a mixture of all of those people together. So awesome. That is basically, that's, that's definitely two of them um, that I, that I look forward to talking to. <laughs> Your circle of influence helps, Again. You, helps you build up that, that confidence feel. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, how can our listeners get in contact with you, Karen? Um, Email. Yes. Email, phone, um, whichever way. It's uh, kshaw at myfirstoption.com. You can uh, feel free to call me, text me on my cell phone, 678-549-8826 or on social media. I will tell you, uh, like I said earlier, I have a very common name. So uh, when you, you know, look up Kieran Shah, it's K-I-R-A-N and Shah is S-H-A-H. You're going to find a bunch of different pictures of random people. But I don't know if you can see this. This is my family. So I always have my uh, my boys on there. Alan's always part of the picture. So look for me um, before you figure it out and, and just message me on anything on social media. I'm on Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever works. Um, Perfect. And we're going to be sharing all those links uh, on this, on the description of this podcast. And if you're watching this via YouTube, you'll find all the links as well um, under this video. So perfect. Perfect. All right. Um, Are there any projects in your career um, that you would like to share here? Maybe any um, upcoming events um, that we can follow you on? So uh, at, uh, as a first option family, we do a lot of events. Uh, a lot of it is family based stuff. So we just we had our big family reunion, if you will, um, during this, uh, the summer months at Stone Mountain. We brought out everybody in Georgia. Uh, but we're looking forward to some more social, um, more professional events that are coming up. So we are part of the NAMBA group. So that is a, a, a conference this weekend. It starts Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We will be in attendance at NAREP Latitude in San Diego uh, later this month. And then another FOM family experience. Uh, we're going to be doing a Circle of Excellence trip in October, which it's really just our family getting together, um, celebrating ourselves and our, our achievements. And um, having an opportunity to meet each other nationwide. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but along with all of that, uh, some of the things that I am doing is just growing. So little tagline here, if you're interested, call me. <laughs> we're, we're expanding. Um, or if you want to learn about the business, you know, find a contact. I would, I would love to give you some insight on how things work in this area. Um, and it's just a, it's a great industry to be in. If you're looking for something different, something new, something exciting, never will have a dull moment. I promise you that it doesn't matter what field or <laughs> what position you go into. Um, it'll always be something exciting happening. Uh, and our end of the month is about three weeks long out of the month. So it's always the end of the month. Um, but if <laughs> I can help in any way, let me know. I would love to help and answer any questions. That's it. That's awesome. And that's definitely a great opportunity for those listeners who are perhaps who are local in the States and who are maybe um, transitioning uh, or, you know, are looking to start a career, um, explore something new. The mortgage industry is definitely one that will keep you on your feet. Uh, and there's never <laughs> a moment, like you said, it doesn't matter what 
area you're working in. Um, and the funny thing is that, you know, most of the people who, uh, who land in, in the mortgage space, they sort of stumbled into it. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't like I am going to school for finances so I can become a mortgage consultant or, yeah. you know, <laughs> very rare, very rare. Yeah, completely. Rare. So there you have it, guys. This is Kira, Karen. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so into the conversation that now it's, I think it's the pregnancy hormones. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's just blame it on the baby. Karen Shaw, um, for those of you who are just learning about her for the first time, um, I'm excited that you had this opportunity. And if you think that her story will inspire someone else that you know, please make sure to share this video or podcast episode um, with them. And with that said, um, Karen, thank you so much. I, I admire your journey. Um, you are a great woman leader. And just your energy and, and your authenticity, um, I just love. So thank yeah. you. We wish you all the best. I cannot wait to continue to see uh, your growth as we both continue uh, to just grow. <laughs> One day at a time, right? Yes, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Thank and you so much again for having me too. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. No, thank you. And so for you guys, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode, The Confident Closers. Till next time, take care. Thanks for listening to Confident Closers. We hope you gleaned some insight and find a way to take action and make a positive change in your life today. Not tomorrow, not someday. Now is the time. Learn about Anna Maria's latest projects and get social on Facebook at Confidence Closers, on Instagram at The Confident Closer. Until next time, keep that chin up, walk tall, and support the women in your life to do the same. Because together, we are strong. Thanks for listening. <laughs>